And welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's been a good week. It's been a very good week. Um, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I, do, I, I feel like this is our segue every every, every single week. time. I don't see you all week. I mean, I saw you this weekend. No, we I saw watched, you this weekend. And we watched uh, G1. And the UFC fight. And the UFC fight. But, uh, but typically, Crazily I only see you week to week. And we sit down and we chat about what we're going to talk about, but... It always feels like there's this pervasive amount of things that have happened. Even when, if I had, if somebody else had asked me, I'd always be like, so what's going on? I'd be like, eh, you know, nothing. Not really. Whatever. Both as a person, you know, but as a, wrestling fan, as a wrestling fan, there's lots. Even though there's always lots. Positive or negative. I forgot, we forgot to talk on. about it last week, but the, the first match for All In has been announced. Mm-hmm. Okada and um, Scroll. Yep. Which Scroll. is kind of cool. The villain. The villain. I'm upset that he doesn't shout chicken wing 12 times in a match anymore, so my excitement hasn't been as strong as it would have been a couple years ago, but other than that, yeah, I guess it'll be. How awesome is... Uh... We bring it up because we're going. Yeah, we're going. We're on, essentially, we're not on the front row, we're like on the second row? We're on the second row. We're on the... Oh, God, I can't believe we're on the second Our row. Our camera side, too. Yeah. So God. we got to make some very, very clever Unappropriate signs. signs. Do you want to do the thing where none of us wear shirts and we write something on our chest? That'd be awesome. Old SWN? School. Yeah, there you go. Someone nerdy? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of the G1 special and Okada, that was the first time you saw Okada since he lost the belt, right? Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with it since Dominion. I don't... T- you, you're the, the super fan. Yeah, You yeah. watch all their stuff. Uh, yeah, so I know that he lost the belt to Kenny. So, yeah, he was... He's broken heart. He's um, broken. Broken uh, Okada now. He's borderline Matt Hardy like. Yes, he really know. is. I mean, he's not, but... He, well, they changed his music. I don't... The balloon... I don't know. It's a, I don't know what the balloons are. I, that's the first time he's came out with a balloon. So it seems like he's been hanging out with the kingdom. And not like there's decorations where he looks like his pants have balloons on them. It's that they literally no, he put helium in balloons. Red balloons and he and carried tied them, out. them to his pants. Yeah. And he comes all like very drunk like. Doesn't look like he's been dyeing his hair. No. All Yeah. His hair's growing. But no, the G1 special was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really. As usual, it was a New Japan a New Japan event. Really good. But this one felt big. Mm-hmm. It felt main event. Like, everything felt really main event. And um, I know, as some people listening to this, uh, this was their first New Japan event. It was. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was... They promoted on Access TV uh, very strongly, though I don't know how many people watch Access TV. Access well, TV is a very strange network. We we had to go through hoops to watch it live. Yeah. Um, so what we did is what was the name? Oh, so you sign up for a free week of Sling TV on Sling TV. The Access channel is on there. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to do that every single time. I might just buy a subscription for a month. How, you, how long do you think before streaming television? is the norm because it, it blows my mind that it even it's took the norm that now it so. is the norm now well i mean i have direct tv though so i was able to just put you know army and i watched it with you but if i were home i could just put it on the channel oh you have the channel yeah i oh, have okay. the channel yeah but anyway. i have hulu i have the hulu <laughs> yeah. uh tv streaming service um but, but anyway was... so that's what i did i signed up for a and i have figured this out because one of the facebook book groups that we're in mm-hmm. um there's forty thousand people saying do this to watch the 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 fight because a lot of people don't have cable. That's crazy, though, to think that we're in a world where they keep bringing up the rating systems on Monday Night Raw while you're saying that 
most people don't even have cable anyway. That's well, why no it, one's most, watching it because they don't have cable. Access is kind of a, a weird channel. And in access the first isn't, place, yeah, so. it's a strange stream. But then it was also in California for the second time at the Cow Palace, which is crazy. It wasn't streaming on the web, the uh, the New Japan app because uh, access has exclusive rights to the American uh, broadcast time of. So the next day it showed up on the app. And but because you. For whatever reason, wrestling shows always happen at seven o'clock. Yes, the, it was at a normal time. We were able to watch it. It wasn't at two o'clock in the morning our time because mm-hmm. it wasn't live in the standard time in Japan, which is pretty great. So for somebody that never watched New Japan, this was a really, really good event to start. To start on, it was really it? was. I had Jeff Cobb on it, so it did anything have Jeff Cobb. Anything on with it. Jeff Cobb, so I was kind of that. I I forgot that he was even on the card. So I know I brought it up before, but when I was at the Wildcat show during WrestleMania weekend, I was talking to Jeff. He was like, "Yeah, I'm working a lot." And I didn't realize how much that meant. And then the show that followed Wildcat, he was on. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he was on every. He was on almost every show that I saw. Yeah, but we he, seen he him. I think of him like, three on, times. Like so. twelve shows, I think that weekend. Nice. Something absurd. I think the previous, and Zack Sabre Jr., he was booked on a lot of shows. Anybody where I'm like, well, you you know, like, you wrestled five times in one day, five days in a row. That's pretty impressive, so. And he's a big dude, too. Yeah, but this was a good event for, and I've done seen a lot of people go, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I get the New Japan thing, because this is the first time ever watching it. I paid attention to it. I understood the storylines. I understood mm-hmm. they had a hook at the end of the show was the, uh, the Tongas. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very American. St- it was a very it was a WWE very du- borderline style. It really was, uh, which isn't necessarily bad. It had no. all the wrestling of New Japan and the kind of the story kind of stuff of uh, complete WWE, with the, complete with bad American commentary. You know, that's so Jay- bad that Jay White threw Juice Robinson at Jr. to get him. He stopped. broke a rib, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that had to be. Jr. made talk about it later in the show that they didn't secure the barricades. I had noticed that before yeah. because New Japan has had the same ring set up since the '80s, so it's got those very you know blue bar style uh, ring barricades which look archaic. And then WWE and most indie shows that are of a certain caliber have padding on their guardrails, but this was not like that. So they just had the regular you know, crowd control guardrails that were not tied down. So anytime anybody did any spots outside they the ring, flew. they'd fly all over the place. And Jay's, and apparently this is not a, a called spot where he, no. Jay White threw. I don't think he knew that was going to happen. Into the barricade right in front of the announcers and it knocked over JR. And then Josh Barnett jumped up and there was like a five minute altercation of him punking out Jay White, which I thought was great. They should work that into the thing. He's not even like the... Uh, I don't even see him as a New Japan guy now. So he's the access TV guy. Well, so yeah. it's, it's useless to me. I didn't like it at well, all. So is Don Callis, but you would have... Don Callis is a New Japan say, guy. Because he cause he does the shows. And it was the same thing. It was the show... He's the American New Japan guy. He was there doing commentary live. It's no different than Don Callis getting beat up at ringside. No, it's very different. You know why? why? It's because it I only hear them their stupid voices whenever I. I almost I have to go to the American. Listen to the American show. Well, that was one. 
see, you're hating on Access TV. And yeah, I really Cuban am. Is what it is. No, no, and I'm glad that they're doing this, but I don't like JR's commentary. That, that was how I was able to get into it a few years ago when they right. first started running it. That's how because it was him. It was Mar Ronaldo instead of JR. Gotcha. And Mar Ronaldo knows his stuff. Yeah, he does. So they they were a better team, and Barnett isn't. Like great, but he, he's not he, bad. But he was stronger when he was where Morrow could carry him. But now the dynamic is that Barnett is basically carrying Jim Ross, which is a terrible thing to say that anybody would be carrying Jim Ross. Yeah, well, you know? he barely. You know, I mean, well, yeah, barely. But that was what I was saying is that when you listen to him with Jim Ross, Barnett doesn't sounds like he doesn't know what he's talking about, which is weird because he never came off that way before. Mm-hmm. And he knows his hold. He's yeah, a he UFC champion, so I don't understand but how that's he could That's be my able other to problem. They don't even know the names of any of the moves. That's yeah. What like a maneuver! Any of them. They called like every move like their basic like. <laughs> oh, that's a chokehold instead a of a dragon sleeper. He said you know? variation of a insert whatever. Move. Yeah, it's like yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that, it has a, a name. swinging net breaker was Will Ospreay's move. Oh Jesus! Wow. And At least they called the Takahashi breaking his neck spot correctly. Man, Jesus so Christ. that happened right before the end of the match was Dragon Lee Takahashi and Dragon Lee match, which was an awesome match, but. This has kind of been the norm for Takahashi matches lately. They're really, really, really hard to watch. I, I don't... I don't Japan... need them to be this hard to watch anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, he might not wrestle ever again. I don't so. like that. I don't like that. I mean, I say I don't like it. That's what drew me to Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. But it's it's different when I'm watching stock footage, I guess. When I'm watching old Masawa Kobashi matches where I know no one died when they right, fall on right. each other's neck. It's different than when you're watching content live and you don't know if someone's going to be having their last match because of the way these guys wrestle with reckless abandon you know we've mentioned the shibata incident from last year a little more than a year ago this might be worse than the shibata i think it was well he hit the so dragon lee hit that it's like a reverse hurricane rana so that he flipped backwards over over and then he was supposed to land on high bridge on his neck as do most japanese suplex maneuvers go yeah but and it, then it, he didn't lee circulate should, over enough well dragon lee released it too soon okay that's what because you what, think that's who it was it was, it was definitely dragon lee was dragon lee's fault? um because it's the same thing abushi does abushi does the same thing but he doesn't release until they almost hit the ground yeah well so yeah it's there's a maneuver not a that toss. a lot of people do yeah um uh, dragon lee was a he tried to toss it yeah. uh, right at the end which made him like basically just laying directly on his neck now it hasn't been reported exactly how bad off he is right now he is conscious and not dead is basically all new japan has said so far uh he had surgery in america i'm pretty sure because they can't get him on a plane to go back to japan which makes it pretty bad that's horrible i don't like it people are already saying that 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 was probably his last match there's no way he's gonna be able to wrestle again. jesus christ god and he's like he's a standout dude in New Japan ever since he showed up there. So yeah, to see, and he's young too on top of that. He's been not the ace of the division, but he's put in some of the strongest performances of the last yeah. year and a half. Ever since he debuted, re-debuted as the time bomb yeah. around January, right before his January if uh, his he, Kingdom 10 match. From what, with, I'm, what I'm reading and everything is, if he has like, another match, it, it'll be very surprising. But that's probably a career that's ending. horrible. So we just saw his last match. Yeah, for sure, probably. That's horrifying. Yeah, that sucks a lot. I hate that. My wife, every time something like that happens, looks at me and goes, if you get in the ring, I just want you to know that you are only allowed to wrestle like The Miz. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I'm like, and I always, I was like, no, I get it. <laughs> like, <you're> like <laughs> um, let's go into the happier note. Jay White, that was my favorite match from Jay White. Uh, it might have been match. Oh, of the Jay Knights. White versus Juice Robinson. Yeah. In, in a more, I mean, there was violence the whole show, but that yeah, but match. Jay White has never stuck out in my head. And like, we talked about it before the match even started. It was, it was like, Jay White's just there. Like, well, he's never done anything for me. There's something about a stoic character that only works with so many with certain kinds of people, and I guess it's it it, it works better if you're a bigger guy. Yeah. But I don't want to say that that's necessarily true. I'm sure there are guys that can play the quiet kind of. Jay White's big. Jay White's a big guy, he's but he's a, not. He's I mean, bigger than most of the people on the on the, when in I the think, roster. When I say big, I mean WWE's version. Gotcha. Of big. They're they're none of the junior weights are are small guys, but the idea that. The second he started putting more color into his gear, more color into his promos, he starts doing those interviews where he's wearing like the Rolex watches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Ever since he started doing stuff like that, I was like, oh, okay. He finally put, started putting character into his matches. Putting, and person, in and his matches. Reflecting that yeah. personality in it. Now it's all still, I would argue, paint by the numbers, heel kind of. He's just a, like a little shit that doesn't want to, you know, he wants to get the job done by any means necessary, but that's all you really need, you know. That... But I wasn't excited about it before, but one of the first nights of the G1, he has a match with Okada. Yeah. Now I'm excited about it. Well, yeah. So. So, if you can have a match, and then and he's the guy that lost, and Juice Robinson's the new U.S. champion, so good for him. And I think Jay White looked better in this match than Juice ever did. I'm glad Juice won the belt and everything, mm-hmm. but Jay White was with the With a broken out. hand. Yeah, with a broken hand. Doom, doom. Yeah. The he and he also said that he's never going back to NXT after that, which of course he's going to obviously. Say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean his career is uh, leaps and bounds since. Uh, I mean, he did have a match with Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean he jobbed Yay. Kevin Owens. And the main event was Kenny and Cody. I thought that was great. I think it was better than their first match. I do think it was better than their first. Other match. than I think they did some freaking retarded spot uh that running power bomb over the top rope to the table mm, yeah it's scary and it's even scary watching it coming because i knew it was coming up and i've done watch the match like two or three more times now yeah. it is he doesn't he doesn't hit his neck though it looks the no, way no, no, the no, table no, no. He, flops like he, it looks a lot worse than it actually it does. is which uh, is what you're going for yeah. I guess. but yeah, it's I, such I, a Dumb spot that's have, not necessary. <laughs> I have flashbacks to that Spike Dudley, Spike Dudley thing, uh, La Resistance spot, which was if you haven't seen that, look up. Don't Spike Dud- look. I mean, no, it's important to know how bad that could have bad went. that could have gone. If Kenny didn't, if he overthrew him, if yeah. he underthrew him, it could have been way, 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 way bad. And then that suplex off the top uh, of the ladder mm-hmm. was just perfectly executed. It's weird though, like people always kind of. JR makes joking comments about it where, you know, people don't learn how to fall off 50-foot ladders at wrestling schools. Like, you know, he knows how to fall. So, like, mm. People learn how to protect themselves. Yeah. So that if you fall, you, you're you less likely to horribly, horribly injure yourself. And even so, the match before that, a guy yeah. ended his career. Thank God, not his life. Yes. That, But then, you know, no one knows how to move a table other than they watch wrestling and they know how to do it. And then you've got all the guys running around. Stuff gets moved. Stuff gets shoved. And then you'd think that they would know by now. I was like, you put the table right here, and then it's clear to throw somebody over. But then there's so many different things that can happen. Same with the the ladder spot too. You know, they we kept joking. It was like the young bucks are just there to hold that ladder because that Which ladder was not <laughs> so. heavy enough to to be holding them on. Thank God that they. I mean, it was still in a, a superplex into the ring. Which, which I hate those kinds of spots. It so. was it was perfectly executed now by K- Kenny and Cody. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite Cody matches. 
surprisingly. I think it's better than the first one that we were at, that Supercard of Honor. Yeah. I mean, Cody's, his hair isn't blonde anymore. I also heard that he's taking time off from wrestling. I mean, yeah, he he'll be he, the next two months he said he's taking off. So, But he'll be at all. He Like, yeah, up he, until he, All In, yeah. you mean? Okay. He's coming to All In, so. Okay. Um, and then the Bullet Club exploded at the end. Yeah, that was weird. I, it's not I, what I expected. It's not what I expected either. I mean, nor should it be. The the Bullet Club started with uh, Finn Balor, with Carl Anderson, and you've got Tonga, Tama Tonga, and Bad Luck Filet. Those were the original group members with Luke Allison, things like that. Then Young Buck shortly, and then God, how many people have been in mm-hmm. it since? So and, now it looks like it's just the Samoans. So it's Bad Luck. Um, it's the little uh, Samoan. The big one. The little brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then the two brothers. Yeah. It's interesting. They and they're get... not saying they're still Bullet Club. They're still saying they're the firing squad. Yeah. They need uh, to get the Usos and Roman Reigns going. God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be <laughs> can awesome. You imagine, like, can you imagine how much? Like, I can't. I don't know. This is. It's not going to happen. But, like, can you imagine, like, if for some reason Roman Reigns got fired, got fired yeah. and went to new japan and was in the and they put him in the bullet club like would people immediately like boo him get on the bullet club like now bullet clubs jump the shark now the roman reigns has bullet club sharp jumped the shark to you no ignoring the roman reigns because it's just as hot no, as it's ever been yeah it, if anything is it better now it's, than it's it used better to be? now than it used to be it was a year maybe a year ago but i mean like because you've you've watched uh archive stuff because i know you've yeah. only been watching yeah, for a yeah. couple of years so you've seen it when Finn Balor was yes. like in when AJ AJ yeah, I've seen all that. And you still like it better now with I Kenny still like and it Cody. better now. Yeah. Kenny and Cody to me man I love Cody now. Like Cody may be one of my favorite wrestlers now. He might have went into my top 5 for the year. Well it's weird we were watching the show and the match was great, but I particularly you I'd noticed it was like you were waiting for What's going to happen after? Dude, What's going to happen with the Young Bucks? What's exactly. going to happen with the club? And that's crazy to think that you were so caught up in this, in the storytelling, the, what you'd argue is what people hate about, when people on WWE and they say that they like New Japan because they don't do those kinds of things. This, that was the heart of what you were really into. Or, you know, I mean, I was captivated. It was, it's kind of, just kind of snuck and crept up in there. I just knew, I knew something was happening. And you're right. It, it is what, we crap on about on WWE, but New Japan's doing it well. They're doing it well. That's the that's thing. the difference. Well, yeah. There's a um, I I you know I was at a, a I was at Luke Hawks's house over the weekend, and they there was a there's always talk about wrestling anytime Imagine you're it. around wrestlers, yeah. and there was kind of a not a real heated discussion, but like an argument over like you know what Wildcat can do to kind of take the next step, and and so it was like, well, who who would you who would you have us bring in that could do that like well what like every time some people's like they need to do this it was like and he's like well what would you do like who would you who do you like like what kind of wrestlers do you like and then it was just you know and, and then no matter who you said you'd be like oh this this and it, it kind of spiraled into a conversation about would you say that the storytelling in new japan is better than the storytelling in wwe in that the wrestlers themselves wrestle in a in a, in a better storytelling fashion than the WWE style of wrestling. Because I know a lot of people really love the Kenny Omega and uh, Kazushi Okada, you know, series of matches and the storytelling within the escalation of those matches. But would you say that, like, those matches themselves, the in ring wrestling is what 
storytelling is or does that even matter to you like do you just like watching like people don't like the young bucks because they're spot monkeys they don't do any storytelling in their matches you I, know what I, I'm saying? I think that's objectively i mean i i think they do do storytelling in their matches okay. but sure um no it's it's but that's the whole thing it's the new japan is not just their matches and they do have a story built into everything that happens inside of it yeah you have to look it up a little bit more you have to go and search it which I'm fine with. This is because how that's how the story is. I don't think necessarily WWE stories are bad. They're just not for me. Yeah, and that's kind of how I've been telling everybody. I was like, man, if you don't like WWE, you're not supposed to. They're not. It's not going. We've talked about it on this podcast before. It's made for kids. Yeah. Not exactly guys that have been watching it since the Attitude Era. Well, it's just. But I mean, like, I'll even. It's like I've watched kid. I'll watch children's shows. With my cousins, or I'll I'll soon watch them with my son when he gets old enough to watch his own shows. And I've watched movies as adults, and there's a difference between this isn't for me and that this is bad. Like if someone was reviewing, I was watching a review of the Raw this last week, this week, and there was a segment where Finn Balor and Bobby Roode were doing a promo backstage, and it's like, oh, it reeks of being so scripted. And that made it bad. I was like, no, I don't think that's what it is. And I don't understand that whole thing. Like people get so hung up on people being given scripts. Actors give given scripts all the time. I don't care about the fact that it's scripted. It's that the script they're given is bad. (laughs) Does that mean, you know, it's like, and if you have an actor that can't deliver these lines, are you terrible for casting that actor in that role? You know, like, I don't understand this whole, like, they just have these writers that just write the same thing. And then they only pick certain wrestlers to push because they're the ones that they can see delivering the lines of their script when instead of catering any of the scripts to the wrestlers it's my other problem with wwe right now is when you watch new japan you feel that anybody on that card can challenge for a main belt and Mm -hmm. there's quite a possibility they can win it yeah juice won arguably the third biggest belt in new japan I don't know if I'd say it's the third biggest belt in Japan. I said they, ar- they won. I said arguably. The third biggest belt in New Japan because they they just want to get behind him. Yeah, like that wouldn't happen. Well, it's not even that. It's that it's New Japan is presented as sport. WWE is presented as sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. Well, not even that. It's not. It's that. I've seen Vince McMahon talk about it, which isn't referenced enough. Is that he thinks of it like the old Hollywood star system, where when you watch New Japan, you're seeing who's competing to get to the next level. When you go to a WWE show, the story is presented as you're here to see all the stars of the WWE. It doesn't matter what they're doing. You're here to see the stars. You're here to see Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. It's just like when you used to go see a Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers movie. It doesn't matter what the movie was about. You're just it doesn't matter. That you're just going to go see it because they're there. And I feel that's, and that's not how they present we watch it. Raw and SmackDown yeah. now. And then the weird thing is that they kind of interlude good wrestling into it. I mean, all the stuff with Dolph and all the stuff with Seth Rollins recently has been great, especially with Dolph Ziggler. I mean, I can't stop mentioning how much I've been yeah, praising I'm, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre doesn't become the biggest thing in WWE here soon. I'll be surprised. I mean, it, you know, there are a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of people hating on him. I was like, that might be a good sign. That was when you feel like you're stirring enough that people are starting. I mean, I say that, but then that's contradictory to what um, they say about Roman Reigns. But New Japan event was good. Right after the new New Japan event, we watched during the New Japan show uh, during the, the UFC, UFC fight thing. Happening. And the only reason we're bringing that up is because Brock Lesnar showed up in the uh, in the match 
after the match uh, against Daniel Cormier and challenged for the heavyweight belt. And the FDA announced uh, yesterday Brock is eligible to fight in January of next year. So, first, Daniel Cormier won with a knockout in the first round, which was pretty crazy. Yeah, it really is. But then when it was over, so we didn't watch it live because we we streamed and we found the match and we watched the knockout. We found a third party way to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and we saw that, so I didn't see any of the post stuff until later. Yeah, because we got up, you went home. Yeah. And then I it started. Was late. Yeah, it was late. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And, I think. Um, so when I was watching, I wasn't with you when it happened. I thought that this was the most telegraphed. This was a wrestling promo. Yeah. 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 They, all of that, I'm, you know, talk about scripted, you know, it's not, maybe not word for word, but it was like, whoever wins, you're going to go, you're going to thank your mama. Then you're going to call out Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is going to come get in your face and accept the challenge. Yes. All right? Good, good. And he went, okay. And then I thought Daniel did a very good babyface promo. Yeah. <laughs> and then he called out Brock Lesnar, and then Brock Lesnar healed it up. The anti of his last UFC fight was like, we all got to love each other, and it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he, he went out the there, motherfucker, this. this and that. Yeah. <laughs> I um, like healed Which is what I was kind of surprised. Lesnar. I thought he, he, he understands what he needed to do. Now. Oh, yeah. Like... That's- Especially to carry over since he's not going to be able to fight until January. Exactly. Because people were saying that he was going to fight in Madison Square Garden in November. No, nah, he can't. Uh, but he won't yeah. have enough time. Uh, so, that's even on top of that because DC has came out and said that he has to, uh, DC is paying for his own drug test for Brock Lesnar and he won't fight oh, wow. him unless he's clean. Nice. So, And um, he's got to do it too because if not, he's just not going to fight for the belt. Shockingly, Lesnar did not have his big shiny red belt with him. Yeah, well, what the hell was that? and you know another thing is like he did a promo that i was like that's an awesome promo yeah like why couldn't he talk in wwe because there's something about the lights of wwe (sighs) i don't know he was able to shove the guy right away Yeah, he can shove the guy and you know wwe i don't know so and then they did not address that at all on raw the next night no they didn't even say anything about the main event of extreme rules suppose you know i think it should be seth Rollins versus Dolph ziggler but the main event Probably being Roman versus Bobby Lashley is still not a number one contenders match either. No, both guys seem to think that if they win, that makes them number one contender because they just beat the other guy. That's the more I mean, whatever what sure. what it means. So I don't know what this that I mean. It's a grudge match. So is Lesnar going to have a match in between? He's going to have one more match at SummerSlam and then he's gone. Is they allow him to keep the belt and then he could be Universal yeah. Champion and UFC Heavyweight Champion? I don't know. I mean, like, the rumor still is that they're still keeping Brock off TV to get um, babyface rub on Roman because mm-hmm. he can still go out there and be like, hey, look, the guy is, doesn't have the belt again. He's leaving here. to go to UFC. He doesn't care. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't care. Look at him. He's and showing up anywhere else. And that's true. And it's somewhat working because people are somewhat cheering Roman no, or they're that, not as booing him will, as much. That will maybe work to the degree that when he wins the belt, people won't boo. Maybe. maybe just because the in belt will be on tv it's yeah. still gonna be in brooklyn yeah who it's like do they not know where they're booking these shows if they Are were they... gonna ever do it they should have done it in saudi arabia where no one was nobody gonna that's booed. what i thought was gonna happen <laughs> but uh, i think that was gonna happen until they realized the punk record was coming up i mean it's still not the wwe title so i don't understand how it is the it. wwe title man but it's not the it's wwe the, title. yeah it's it's better than the wwe but title. it's not the same championship it's the better than the same championship that's like saying that it's less, universal if you, if milky way champion if you're ufc champion for longer it's like it's not the same title you're you're longer than 
It's like saying AJ Styles is a longer reigning WWE champion than the current UFC champion. It's not the same thing. Who cares? Okay, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back. The with fact that people have picks. these arguments with me really upsets me. Um, for what's the extreme rules? Extreme rules. Extreme rules. Um, so we're going to do that right when we get back. Thank you. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good, Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. All right, we're back. We're going to do our picks for Extreme Rules. Screen, extreme Rules 2018. Ice Cream Rules? Is that what you said? Yeah. Ice Cream Rules. Yay. Uh, let's yeah. kick off with the kickoff show. It's the Extreme Rules kickoff show tables match. <laughs> uh, the New Day versus Sanity. Yeah, and the tables match. Uh you haven't seen any of this because you don't you don't watch the show anymore. Yeah, I watch I, I watch some of it. I watched every show from the last pay per view except this last week. Okay, because if we took off last week, we took off last week. I forgot Fourth of July. Yeah, so so I didn't watch last week at all. I watched okay. the highlight show. I watched most of this week mm-hmm. after watching New Japan event this weekend. It was kind of hard to go back to WWE as it usually is. Yeah, but WWE hasn't been horrible. It hasn't. It really, it really hasn't. I have actually been liking a lot of things I've been doing. So it's just so long. It just feels like it feels so not tight. It so, feels so scattered. So New Japan's really easy to watch. I'm not trying to get back on a New Japan because you are. It's you every once in a it. while. You know, I don't have to watch a show every single week to understand what's going on in the show because it's sports oriented. So you don't need to see what's happening every week. It's inherent in just who's challenging for what. You assume that if you're challenging, that means that you challenge and you beat someone recently. WWE runs the same story. They'll have a match, and then they'll have the match the next week, and then they'll act like... They promoted Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles this week as being a WrestleMania rematch. Liv Morgan beat Ember Moon twice in, in a week, two times in a... Like, the... I, I, New Day Insanity. I'm really aggravated. New Day or Sanity. New Day day Insanity. Um, Sanity just debuted. They are 0 and 2. (laughs) I'm picking Sanity. On the main roster. So they should win. And I'll pick Sanity. Yeah. Next is Finn Balor. Remember when Desmond Wolf busted his head open at uh, War Games? War Games? That was awesome. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I wish they would bring that up more. Uh, Finn Balor and Constable. 
Baron Corbin, which Baron Corbin's. So this is not a gimmick. Matters now. Extreme Rules used to be that every, every match, match was had a gimmick. To have some kind of gimmick. It doesn't make any sense that it that it doesn't have. A no, gimmick, this should have been like a show. Should one be. of those stupid like this is a chair match. You know, Baron Corbin had a chair match with Kalisto that wasn't terrible. Actually, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but that was back when he had hair yes. on, on some parts of his head. So Baron Corbin is kind of awesome right now and annoying. I mean, he's, because he's mini corporate Kane. He's yeah. literally just corporate <laughs> he Kane. He is corporate Kane. He's just corporate Kane, complete with wrestling and dress pants. I like it. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Finn Balor. So you're the reigning champ. You have. The, I am. You have the yes, somewhere yes, belt. Yes, so most of the time when I lose, not to uh, discredit myself, I get impulsive and I start making picks. Based on what I want to have happen, right? But I actually wrote down what I want. Did who you? I thought earlier today, not because of, but I really did. So I'm, I picked Finn. Okay. Um, Finn should win. Finn should not not win. Yeah, I, I agree, and especially to Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin would be fine losing. Yeah. Um. Plus, I just don't want him to beat Finn, and I actually wish they would get behind Finn. The only eventually. thing is that, is that I feel like this show is going to be a lot of setup. In that, I think. A lot of things are going to carry over, potentially to SummerSlam. Yeah, possibly. There's quite possibly. So, so he could lose so if they're trying lose, to set stuff and up. And then they yeah. bring the demon back in Brooklyn, and then then the demon beats Constable Baron. Sure. That would um, be so exciting. Raw Tag Team Champions Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt against the B Team, which I just love that this is a feud right now. By the way, yeah. Every time Bo Dallas comes out and dressed up like. And I'm like, is that Bray? Bo Dallas or is it Bray? And you look at his eyes, it's like, wow, he really does Literally look just like his Bray. brother. Except for how horribly fake his beard looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wish that he would just join. I mean, I, I say that, but then I think the B team's really great. I mean, I definitely want one of those $30 B team t shirts. I can um, make you one for like $2 <laughs> if you want. $2. Um, I'm actually uh, going to pick the B team on this. B team, wow. Uh, I, I just want to see them with the belts. I, I think this is like one of those teams that well, they, they haven't did. lost. They have not lost. I know. I know. I think that's just going to continue. Um, I disagree. I think it's going to be Bray and Matt. They, I think that's quite a possibility what's going to happen. I mean, it was yeah. probably what should happen, but yeah, they um they just I don't know. The B team should never. It's like the it shouldn't have been a thing. It shouldn't be the, well. It's like the Heath Ledger and Rhino things that it's a very very well told underdog story, but then. I guess they do inevitably need to win. They're not baby faces, though. So I don't know. Are they not? No, they're not, Chris. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I guess they're... Are they being cheered? Yes, I mean, they're they being are hulking. being cheered. I guess they're being Everybody cheered. in that match is being cheered at the moment. Yeah. But, no, they're not winning. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Carmella versus Asuka with James Ellsworth in a shark cage. Because that's necessary. Gotta sell them toys. Yes. I, oh my god! It still kind of blows my mind. James Ellsworth is in the WWE at the moment. When so. I was a kid, there was some match where China was in a cage above Triple H was wrestling somebody. I don't even remember who it was, and they had to. Is that a thing? Yeah. Really, that happened? Yeah. I don't and, remember that. And I remember thinking when it happened, it was it happened right before I started really watching like hardcore all the time, and thought, man, I wish I was watching when they did things like that. And now oh, we're okay, here. Yeah. And we've no, had three of them in the no. past year, I think. I mean, <laughs> sexy pinata. I was at the show where Chris Jericho was the sexy pinata, sexy pinata, but it's just the it doesn't need it, 
either the match needs it, like it's a gimmick, so then the match is terrible because you're distracted by Enzo Mori taking his clothes off, trying to uh, shimmy yeah. through the bars. Or <laughs> Actually, I forgot about that It's one. a really good match. There's ma- been like four of them there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or it's a really good match, like Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, where you just forget that Chris Jericho's up there. So it's like a lose-lose. So I'm going with Carmella. I'm also going with Carmella. I feel... I... I have this, there's this pattern. It never which, works in their benefit whenever well, somebody's in a cage. It's this weird thing, though. Try and pay attention. Not that it's really, there's this weird pattern they do whenever they make new champions is that whoever were, was on top before, um, case in, best example is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. Really? Then Did that the, happen? But then the next couple I never of heard months, that he had another individual rivalry with The Rock. And he beat The Rock. And then mm-hmm. he individually had a rival with Stone Cold. And he beat Stone Cold. Again, just to kind of reinforce that fact. And he didn't lose it until he fought somebody new to the whole qu- equation. That being Triple H. So the fact that the two top women in the division were Asuka and and Charlotte. Carmella keeps beating Charlotte. And then she keeps beating Asuka. Is, is kind of saying to cement her. And then only once you introduce somebody new. Which I think is going to be Becky Lynch. Mm. Don't you dare grind at Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is my favorite. Oh my goodness. Don't do that. I mean, I'm very happy James Ellsworth is I wanted back. to be Lana, so. What is wrong with you? I love Lana. What? You want Lana to be women's champion? What's the other blonde right now? Um, Mandy Rose? Oh my god. It could be no, her too. I like Liv Morgan better. Well, you like Liv, Mor- the- you like Liv Morgan better than her? Yeah, I don't like Mandy Rose. I don't like these. I don't, don't like the women like that Mandy you like. Rose. I don't like Mandy Rose. I didn't like Eve. Eva. Eva Marie, Marie, come on. Didn't like her either. I don't like the Bellas that you you were telling me how much you like Nikki Bella. I almost like threw up in my mouth. I can't believe it. Next is Raw's Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax in an Extreme Rules match. It's the it's it's the first match we've said on the main roster that. I mean, okay, so I guess there's the Shark Cage with James Ellsworth and there's the Tables match on the pre-show. So, um Extreme rules. Extreme rules, Extreme which means rules. people are going to get hit in the back in a very telegraph. I I don't know if it's that when people got hit in the face, it seems so horribly violent that you didn't notice that there's only three ways anyone ever gets hit by a weapon. Yeah. But ever since they took that away, and every every time anyone gets hit, they just kind of get poked in the stomach, so then they bend down so their back is a table, and then they hit them really hard. I think it's so stupid, and I don't like... Wa- I hate... I All hardcore matches like that, I can't watch Yeah, because it starts making me go... I was like, well, I'd rather you just not do it now. Yeah. And I really don't like it when they only take out kendo sticks, too. Because yeah. I feel like that's such a random, stupid thing to have under the ring like no one ever puts a baseball bat under there or a pipe or you know it's just always a kendo stick unless you're triple h then it's then it's a uh bliss or jacks um i'm going bliss bliss all the way uh i think the ronda rousey could get involved in this too yeah i mean it's extreme rules so So. it won't be she won't be disqualified and did they just turn nia jackson into a heel again too no, she's baby. She's always been baby-faced. Oh, no, she's baby-faced. That's face. what I'm saying. She's she was never... heel whenever she was fighting. She, no, she, no wasn't. she was it's, Yeah, she definitely That's was. what I was trying to say, is that she wasn't heel. It was that she's so sassy. Sassy. That's I don't know how... Gonna, I don't know what the best... Gonna... I don't know what the best word to say is that she comes off in a way that does not seem like she's a babyface. Because even when she says, like, the whole not bullying thing, that's a WWE thing. Sheamus and John Cena are two of the biggest bullies in the history of the company, and they're and it was always when they were big baby faces. Jeff Hardy, the United States champion, and Nakamura for the belt. She's getting Nakamura. And I'm gonna actually going to pick Nakamura because it's about time that he wins something in WWE. 
Shinsuke Nakamura will 100% become the United States champion of the WWE, and it's going to happen at SummerSlam. I'm going with Jeff Hardy. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, this is one of those. This one is that I think particularly because they haven't really been able to do anything because Shinsuke Nakamura got bit, bit by, by a dog. dog. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so they haven't really done that? much on TV with it. So that's led to the whole, I guess we'll just have him fight AJ again and then do a tag play. Yeah. Hmm. Um, nice. Uh, Intercontinental champion Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins in a 30-minute Iron Man match. And this is the match I'm looking this forward to. This is the to. match. See, now before all, everything else in the show, now it's all going to be serviceable. The New Day Insanity, that'll be great. Yeah. The um, Jeff Hardy Nakamura match will probably, probably be, be really great. Good. Yeah. It's just nothing's ever, This is the first match on this show that feels like a pay-per-view match. Yeah. And the last couple matches that Seth has had on TV, Seth in general, since he said, I want to be Monday Night Rollins and wrestled for over an hour in that pointless gauntlet match that no one remembered. The people mentioned the Seth Rollins part of that match more than they mentioned that Braun Strowman won the match because it didn't matter because it had nothing to do with even the show. He's just been, I don't want to say on fire, but (laughs) he's been burning it down. Like he really like this. It's stupid, but it really has been. And this match is going to be amazing. I cannot wait for this match. I am picking Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. um, with obvious Drew um, interference. Yeah, the thing about this match is I like Seth as a, as defining himself with the IC title, but I like the momentum of Dolph and Drew more. Yeah, I really like the idea of maybe Dean coming back and maybe oh, aligning yeah, with Seth against the two of them, but then he turns on Seth. Or coming back as like I don't I don't see Seth continuing this further, but then Dolph can keep the belt and wrestle. God, I don't know who. Yeah, it's just I think Seth deserves to move on to the main event because he's been it's the main event of the, weird of the company for a while. That Ziggler is in a storyline. My most it's probably my favorite storyline going on in WWE. Yeah, and two months ago, if he would have got fired, I wouldn't have cared. But he was gonna get fired yeah, a few exactly. months ago, and you didn't care. No. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Remember when he showed up at number thirty in the Royal Rumble and everyone groaned? Yeah. Because it sucked. Because it sucked. Because nobody had any faith in Dolph, and then just putting that big Scottish guy with him hmm. makes, makes him better. Like, I saw his new, they have a new shirt where it's got both the names on it, and I thought, huh, I wouldn't mind getting that. Yeah. And I don't think that about most people's um, t-shirts anymore. Um, I'm also going to go with Dolph. Okay. The, I, I like the idea that maybe it'll be tied, and then the timer will run out, so it'll be even, and then yeah, Seth just doesn't yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but out of everybody on the roster, it's like, I feel like Seth shouldn't even be in this title. I want him to stay in it because I like the idea, especially if Brock isn't around, of elevating the IC title stronger in general, but especially if there isn't going to be a, the, the universal title on Raw. And Seth really does that, and I'm afraid that if he leaves, then they'll pass Dolph off to someone else, and it won't be as strong. But I also think that because of that effect, Seth deserves to be in the main event title scene instead smackdown tag team champions the bludgeon brothers versus the worst t-shirt design i've ever seen before in my life team hell no <laughs> are you talking about the one where the hands are coming out of kane's mask yeah, yeah it doesn't it looks like there's a tiny kane head person yeah. running around it who the hell either. designed that f***ing t-shirt well i mean have you seen john cena shirts all john cena shirts suck too i know but i'm just saying the best selling shirts are terrible um, you can see I, an eight-year-old seeing that shirt and being like, "Yeah, oh, I, I know, I know that." Yeah. I, I I realize it's that. not for you. I am picking Team Hell No All just right. because I kind of just want to see them win the belt. Um, the idea of them making in sync references this week 
makes my heart. What the hell are they warm. doing with Kane? I mean, <laughs> he's the mayor of Knoxville or wherever he's the mayor of, so he's lost his mind. I love Team Hell No. I like that they're referencing their past. I don't like how WWE is very selective about their continuity. Like, yes, but well, it's uh, not even selective because, like, Daniel Bryan pointed it out last week. He's like, "Didn't you try to kill your brother? Didn't you kidnap my wife?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I don't di- worry about I that. didn't. Don't worry <laughs> so, about that. I didn't do that." Um, and I think that's all great. I just uh, how serious can you take them as this uh, tag team now? Well, it's not even that. No, I mean, I thought they were they were my favorite tag team for a long time. I thought they were amazing with the whole "I am the tag team champion." Right, all that stuff was great. It was back when the tag titles were not strong anyway. That they beat like Kofi Kingston and R Truth, which was nice. definitive thrown together tag team. But I don't think Daniel is going to be in it very long. It feels like a temporary thing. It's like hence is, why that T-shirt doesn't really matter. It kind of seems like we don't have anything for Daniel Bryan. We need to put him on it does, hold it right does now. It does feel like that, and I think what he's on hold for is that he's fighting a certain star of a new hit reality show in the USA Network called Ms. and Mrs. It's going to happen at SummerSlam. So you I'm think it's going to be that quick? I think it's going to be that quick. I think he's going to cost them the match, and I think it's going to be... Oh, wait. Miz doesn't have a match tonight. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. All right, all right. Okay. So I'm going with Luke and Eric, the former first names of Harper and Rowan. I do like them better now that they went to green outfits and they don't have knockoff cane outfits. Isn't that a? St- I don't like it when stupid aesthetic things really will change your impression of. Yeah, people, I'm like completely but it does. different. The I'm like, oh, this is way they, better. They change their outfits. Like, I was yeah, like, oh, okay, this, this is the way you should have done it in mm-hmm. the first place. How did nobody look at his old outfit and be like, man, we could have just took canes off the hanger in the back and you could have wore that and it would have been completely fine. It would have saved a lot of money. I don't like any time when Luke's gimmick was he wore a dirty old shirt and dirty jeans and we're like, no, we're going to change it. So we're going to give you an outfit where it feels like you're crazy and you just threw something together. And it's like, that's what he, they already were that. All right. (laughs) Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens in a steel cage match. What is this feud about? I don't know. Braun liking to mess with Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens is constantly be like, hey, we should work together or we should be friends or just leave me alone. I, and Kev Braun Strowman just being a bully. It's like, what is this about? It's like built on the inherent knowledge that Kevin Owens is a piece of shit. Yeah. So no one likes him. So obviously, no matter how much Braun messes with Kevin, Kevin deserves it because Kevin is a notorious asshole. But that doesn't make like for months, Braun won the tag team titles with Nicholas. And then relinquished them. And then immediately spent two months teaming with Bobby Lashley where they beat up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And now Sami's gone. So now it's just Braun beating up Kevin. Finn for some reason in between there. And then stopped. And no- stopped. Yeah. He's another guy they have no idea what they're going to do with right now. No, he, because he has he's Mr. Has Money to- in the Bank, but he can't cash it in on anybody because the champion's not it's there. It's not there. I want him to go to his house. I want them to have a fake... Like him attacking Brock Lesnar at his Just do a different house. Barn. Just don't do it like at his, Brock Lesnar's real house. Get him there. Write him off TV. Yeah. I don't care. But I'm picking Kevin Owens on this. Wow. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, with a cage match, it can always go either way because it can always be shenanigans to get somebody out of a cage onto a floor. It necessarily doesn't mean that the other person was better or anything in this match. And I think mm-hmm. Kevin Owens needs a win right now. Instead Kevin of getting Owens. His- kicked out of him for the past three weeks he 1000 percent absolutely needs a win i'm picking braun Strowman. yeah 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 i I mean again that's probably safe but i'm picking kevin owens because he needs to win. you're right he should win 
Kevin Owens, I go about this all the time. They continually, he does his job really well as the like the bumbling whiny goof. I think he's amazing. I think he's hilarious. I just think he could be so much more than that. And the glimmers of of when they project him as the badass that he can be, I don't understand why. I guess it's because somebody thinks somebody's like, hey, he's got to rest. He's they fat. Do, uh. He doesn't. They don't need it right now. And Kevin Owens, I've heard him in. Re- inter- why do they not need it right now? I heard him in interviews. He's like, I'm here long term. Yeah, that's true. He so, just signed like what, like a ten year? Yeah, he's never. He like will. He's gonna be old and still probably work for WWE because this is something he's always wanted to do. So him not always being in the main title, I don't think he cares. Well, it's not even that. It's that who are the heels on Raw right now? Who are the top heels? Um, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, that's what I'm other saying. than that, everybody else is kind of in between. It's like, what is the point of bringing these people? Like Mojo Rawley finally beat No Way Jose. I guess. I forgot he was even so a wrestler that, until yeah. this week. You know, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, Roman, so Reigns Roman Reigns versus Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. This is the only one that I couldn't put my finger on because. Okay, so I have a tradition to pretty much always pick Roman Reigns, and I'm not going to break that now. So mm-hmm. I'm picking Roman. Does it even matter who wins this? That's the problem. With In the grand scheme of this, isn't like a number one contender match. I know Roman's the uncrowned champion and everything like that, but. This isn't oh for anything. So, you know, Bobby Lashley was ECW champion, and then he got drafted to Raw. So they took this, they stripped him of the ECW championship. And after they did that, the commentary spent every week going. Many of Bobby Lashley's fans referred to him as the uncrowned champion oh because God. he never lost. Him. And again, I've said it before, Bobby was the Roman Reigns of ten years ago. The fact that they continue to bring up that Brock, that Roman, that that happened. As if shenanigans don't get involved in every single goddamn title match that there is, is asinine on its own. None of the matches matter. I mean, I guess the IC title, because they've made a good job about making that title match matter, but it's like, even when you lose a belt, you get an automatic rematch. Nobody cares. I don't care about any of these matches. As far as who wins or loses, the the accomplishment is that you made it onto a pay-per-view at all anyway. Uh, Some of the setup for this um, has been pretty cool. I did like the big brawl at the beginning of Raw this week. I feel like they've done that too much. They've done, they have done they've done it every single time Roman's in a feud with anybody. They do the exact same thing. Or Bobby Lashley was in... No, who was the last time? It was Brock Joe and... Joe uh, and Samoa Joe. I thought oh, that yeah, was a lot better. Samoa Joe It was a lot better. It was a lot better. This one was longer. If that I helps. Mean, that does help. <laughs> I just don't like it when... You know what bothers it me? It takes when, an entire roster to keep two people apart. Because and it just th- sends the whole... These are the only two people that actually matter on the show. You know what bothered like me about this one a whole lot better is that uh, the AOP was out there breaking up the match. Yeah. That bothered me. Because they would clearly listen to Kevin. I love that Kurt's like just on stage where no one can see him because there's a curtain. Yeah, so it assumes that everyone's watching, watching the videotron the and then just waiting to be yelled. Ugh. AOP Ugh. being out there bothered oh, me a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, out of all the characters out there, AOP wouldn't be like, oh, let me go break up the other... Let's go break up the boys, guys. They occasionally would do it. Like, a few years ago, they did uh, the entire roster versus Roman on Raw, and the Wyatt family was out there, and they were supposed to go and beat them, but then they didn't because screw Vince McMahon, they don't listen. They do it occasionally. A really good brawl is from the one where it was Orton versus Cena at TLC to, to unify the titles and they had everybody in the ring 
and they started brawling. Everyone got, but there was like Punk, and they had all, everyone that was a former champion in there. And then Triple H like shoved Punk, and then Punk got pissed off. So then he attacked Triple H and Daniel Bryan. Like people in the match hit the people that were there that they didn't they, like. They, they, they didn't just to. were like, I know we're in a rivalry, but let's just pull these guys that we don't care at all about because that's more important. And that's the, as the opening segment too. I mean, I get getting it out of the way. It's just. So I got Roman. Who you got? I, I mean, I guess the thing about Roman is what I said before, which is that I think if they had him lose and had him consistently lose and then had that break him, break him, even doesn't even necessarily need to be a heel turn. Just something character development for him would be better than having him lose and lose and then winning one randomly and then just citing that one win and ignoring all the other times that he lost. That being said, they're not going to do that. Never, because they, they've had no signs of doing so, that ever. You know, so. so it hurts. I can't – it's hard for me to make picks with him because it's because you see the potential of of – I don't like that that's what Roman is now, that no one can watch a Roman Reigns match without doing armchair booking on it. That's the biggest problem with it is that everything he does, he's like he's like Star Wars. No matter what happens, he was like, well, they should have done this. And if you did this, this would work. I was like, can't you just enjoy the match? No, we can't. So then I don't want to watch it because no matter what happens, I'm not – even if it's a good match, I won't be able to enjoy the match, you know? So I guess I'll, I'll pick Roman Reigns. I'm not excited. I'm not excited that there's another WWE Championship match with no universal title and the main event's probably going to be Roman versus Bobby. It probably is. Uh, even with though, no stipulation. So the WWE website does have this match last. is AJ Styles versus Rusev. Okay. For the WWE champion. Interestingly enough, my wife did message me all on the way over here that there are spoilers for this match because supposedly Rusev has already called his mom to tell her that he's winning the WWE championship. So I'm time. picking Rusev. Wow, really? So I I just want Rusev to win. I would love for Rusev to win. I just think it would be so awesome and AJ... It's so stupid. I love AJ. But what's stupid about it is that Rusev what came onto the main roster in the spot of the terrible heel that will lose to John Cena within a year role that he was protected for so long. And I remember feeling like this isn't really working. Like I never really bought into Rusev, but I could tell that the company really liked him. And then after he lost to Cena, he had all the drama with being with Dolph and the leaving Lana. And and then he was married to Lana and that whole thing. And then he was with the, the league of nations where he was able to be unintentionally or intentionally hilarious with all the things he was doing just in the corner while no one was paying attention to. He's hilarious. Yeah. And, so he slowly became just one of the best things, but it's just I mean, it's weird because like a couple of years ago, the idea of, of Rusev getting a WWE title shot should not sound like a novel thing. Like, oh, they're finally doing it. Like, I can't believe that it's going to happen. It's like, it should have been obvious. He was a he was a picked guy, you know. So the fact that it it feels like almost like like an internet win if Rusev wins is just mind boggling to me, and that the more steady. Ch- choice for the consistent win would be aj styles which is also mind-boggling like you know like it's like what world are we in where it's like no it's probably aj i mean i'll be aj's like the the standard in Mm. wwe now where they just they just let him carry the horse i'm like what when did that happen where he's you know like he's just like the well we know we can rely on aj you like yeah he is see that's the whole thing and why i think if they put the belt on rusev they can easily put this back on aj the next night yeah they could do that too it's very easy to put Anytime time they put happen. the belt on AJ, every, nobody's ever going to complain about that. No, yeah. So, um, 
I mean, the pop would be huge. The pop would be huge. You go Bruce... home, was going, I can't believe we just watched a pay-per-view in was Rusev winning the belt. Yeah. It would make me feel really bad for Nakamura. <laughs> you make me feel really bad for Nakamura. Um, and I'd feel less bad for Rusev because, you know, Rusev's like you backstage talking. as well as like, you know, Jinder Mahal has been WWE champion. So that's what the, I, I haven't. So I'm starting <laughs> to think is like, is he going to be like 2008's version of Jinder Mahal? I mean, he could be. The thing is, is that which is the biggest problem that I have with most things is that, is that it's the same. I picked AJ to win with Nakamura because the reason was if Nakamura won, what do you do now? What do you do? With AJ, you can consistently have just throw everybody at AJ, no matter what, which is why I like him in that role, because no matter what happens, you get AJ Styles as your champion. Mm-hmm. You can throw all number anybody. of people at him, and it'll work. Nakamura didn't feel like that, even though his heel turn would be great, was great. I just didn't feel like they had enough. I mean, you say that it was like Daniel Bryan. What are they doing with Daniel Bryan? It would. It shouldn't be this way. Daniel Bryan's got to be leaving. I I actually it has to be I, that I they made way too many t-shirts for him. I think he's undecided. <laughs> yeah. at the moment. So 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 that being said, I I'm gonna go we with got, AJ Styles. Okay, and then he'll fight Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. Yeah, in Brooklyn. I mean that that's, yeah. So that, you know. I mean that all sounds good and probably what's gonna happen. I'm still picking Rusev. But no, I mean I Rusev would, Day. But and again, the the thing what you said is true, and you'd think that they would do it more often. Is that they could have him win. And then still lose it back in, a, yeah, he in the can next lose day. It. He can lose it literally on Tuesday again. Yeah. I don't really care. But the fact that they would be ballsy enough to end the pay-per-view was Rusev winning. I want Braun to come over to SmackDown and take the WWE title. Sure. Like, I don't understand. I don't... Yeah, why is he just locked in on... on? Maybe that's one day that all this happened. He'll just show up on SmackDown. He's like, I just realized it doesn't say who I have to challenge. Yeah. I want your belt. Because it's not red. It's, it's green. So... so. All right, those are our picks. Let us know your picks in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. You can also let us know on our uh, Facebook page. We do have a Nerds the Square Circle Facebook page. Or you can go to the SoundCloud account. We also get posted there. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We both have Instagram pages. We do. Uh, so go follow us that. We have those links in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. Um, we'll be back next Friday with another show as we release a podcast every Friday. Unless we don't. Unless we don't. Uh, We have been your hosts. I am Snark Chris. (laughs) And I'm Sam Kiss. We'll see you next week.